0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. The threat at the border has a face. Now, it's it's not that we didn't know that there was a threat at the border. We didn't know that there were uh, people that we could point to and say, that's a problem. When you see... Uh, the level of fentanyl being pushed. Yes, it's coming through legally and it's coming through illegally. Yes, when you see uh, the children and the women who are sex trafficked uh, and and brought to the, to the border, when you see the horror from those who are left to die at the border, you know that the enemy has a ha- has a face. Uh, the, the 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 violence at the border has a face, but this is this is different. This was a border crossing that took place the other day. And uh, the video has become, at, at, at this point, the, the, the stuff of legend. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. The phone number, 833-468-8669-833-GOT-TONY. Um, You can find everything at TonyKatz.com. And uh, I only would hope that you would become part of, of what we're doing over there and become a, a, a subscriber. I'd greatly, greatly appreciate the support. This is a an, an illegal uh, immigrant. And they are videotaped at the border. The same border where Joe Biden has admitted that it's not secure. Because it's not secure. And at the border, there's a um, reporter, I guess you could say. And he's taking video of people. And this reporter comes across this guy, tall guy. Uh, jeans, t-shirt, jean jacket. And this guy like is, is brash and brazen. He's not a guy who looks afraid or concerned or the newness. His right hand's in his pocket. This guy could not be more casual like he is on a street corner waiting for friends before he goes in the local bar. And with this casualness in responding to a reporter um... He starts saying, you don't know. You don't know who I am. And then it gets to this.
1: If you are smart enough, you would know who I am. But you are
0: really not smart enough to know who I am. But soon you're going to know who I am. Very. If you are smart, you would know who I am. But you're not smart, so you don't know who I am. But you'll know who I am soon. I mean, do we need to... Hear this uh, uh, again. If you are smart enough, you will know who I am. But you are really not smart enough to know who I am. But soon you're going to know who I am. Very But soon you're going to know who I am. Very easy, is is what he said. May I give you the face of uh, illegal immigration in the United States? Thus, to the mayor of Denver, Colorado, to members of the squad who want to tell me its family's looking for a better life, stop talking. It's a threat to children across America, and I don't know why Representative Acacia Cortez or Representative Ayanna Presley or Representative Jamal Bowman don't care about children. Then again, these are the same people. Who will say nothing about Hamas, but only want to attack Israel, even though we now have photographic evidence of the tunnels in Gaza where children were kept, where? Israeli children, the hostages, were kept in cages. You see, if it's a cage at the border, bad. Unless it's a cage that's run by Biden, in which case, silent. But if there's a cage in Gaza run by Hamas where they keep Israeli children, the squad thinks it's perfect. And Israel's at fault for forcing them to make that cage. Did I miss any part of it? No? Good. That's what I thought. You will find out who I am very soon. That is a threat. And that guy should be thrown out of the country physically. And if Joe Biden were serious about border security, he'd throw him out physically. And these NGOs, these non-governmental organizations, or others who say, no, 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 he's claiming asylum, he has rights, go to hell, throw him out, let them sue you, let them sue! Who are they to be in charge of anything? This video should be played for every suburban soccer mom. Should be paid, I, I want to play it especially for the liberal white women. Because honestly, at this stage of the game, there is nothing more problematic than a liberal white woman. Oh! Oh, oh my goodness gracious. Liberal white women are going to be the death of us. They're so easily guilted. They're so easily easily manipulated. They're so rabidly confused. You have a guy walking in, a full-grown male, saying, you will find out who I am very soon. And you think, ah... It's just how they speak in his country. You're 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 so afraid of being called a racist. You're so afraid of being called a, 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 a bigot. You are so absolutely fearful of someone calling you a name that you've lost all connection and concept of reality. That is a threat, and it's a threat against your kids, liberal white women. So. And just a theory, do with it what you will, grow up and deal with the situation. And don't vote for people who say that that guy somehow has more rights than your 15-year-old daughter or your 22-year-old son or your 9-year-old kid. Don't vote for those people. But you'll keep voting for those people because you're going to feel guilty because they're going to guilt you. And as a liberal white woman, you're going to buy into that crap. Now, admittedly, I have not yet gotten an an email of, uh, about this yet, right? No one has. No one has emailed me to say, "Tony, I can't believe you said that." I'm a liberal white woman. How dare you? Uh, like, like I'm sexist, or uh, just remember, you can always email me, Tony at tonycatz dot com. T O N Y, K A T Z. Tony at tonycatz dot com. Uh, but I want to make sure that 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 I'm clear uh, 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 about this. Liberal white women are guilty. They are. Liberal white women are guilty of allowing themselves to be manipulated by people who want to do them harm and they're willing to let their children get hurt and their and their families get hurt. Under the guise of doing something nice, sweet, kind, and decent, there is nothing nice, sweet, kind, and decent about letting somebody into the country who says, you're going to know my name soon. This isn't a 12-year-old at the foot of their bed staring at posters of musicians saying, I'm going to be a star one day. You'll know my name soon. That's not what this is. Anybody who says otherwise is out of their head. This is a threat. I am the same guy who says that we need to ensure legal immigration allows for our economic uh, uh, growth by ensuring the labor issues that we have are satisfied. And of course we should be letting people in to work in the United States. Without question. Remember, the border is not a one-size-fits-all. It's like the people who scream, well, you build a wall and everything's taken care of. That's that's not how this works. That is absolutely... Not how this works. Building uh, the, 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 the wall is only a part of a, a multiplicity of, 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 of things to do, including border technology, including more people, including better policy for who we let into the country and who we do not, for how we treat Mexico, for not treating us like an ally and a friend. There's a multiplicity of things at play. And one of those things is throwing a guy like this out of the country. If you are smart enough, you would know who I am. But you are really not smart enough to know who I am. But soon you're going to know who I am. Very. Huh. By the way, he sounds like a guy totally grateful to be in the United States. Governor Greg Abbott of Texas was asked on Fox Business by Maria Bartiromo about this video. So I'm so happy
2: that a video uh, surfaced uh, because uh, there's an argument that we've made at the
0: United States Supreme Court because we have uh, one or two cases in the Supreme Court as we speak right now against the Biden administration about illegal immigration. Uh, And as the court weighs and considers our defense against the Biden lawsuit, uh, they have to consider whether or not uh, there is an invasion going on. I have asserted, in court that there is an invasion going on in the United States of America and that videotape typifies why there is such an invasion now um I I, I think he said that last part wrong it doesn't typify why there is an invasion it proves my argument about an, an, an invasion the invasion conversation really does get people nutty right and and where does it, it where does it come from uh, uh allow me and feel free to do uh, the the Search for Yourself, Article 4, Section 4 of the United States Constitution. You should read the Constitution. It's fantastic. Page Turner, kids. Page Turner. Article 4. This is from uh, the Cornell Law School, law.cornell.edu. I'm amazed they still believe in, in, in law at Cornell. I mean, sure, we've got William Jacobson who teaches there, but man, that campus is messed up. Here is Article 4, Section 4. Now, the article discusses full faith and credit being given uh, to each state, to public acts, records, and judicial proceedings of other states. Uh, the citizens of each state shall be entitled to all privileges and immunities of citizens in the several states. Uh, and it talks about how new states are admitted uh, to, 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 the, to the union. Um, and here's Section 4. The United States shall guarantee to every state in this union a Republican form of government, and shall protect each of them against invasion and on application of the legislature or of the executive where the legislature cannot be convened against domestic violence. It is that that leads one to, well, what is it that we're seeing? What is it that we are, we are witnessing here at, at, at the southern border? Right, the United States shall guarantee to every state in this union a Republican form of government and shall protect each of them uh, against invasion. Um, Is Texas not right that they are being invaded? Well, this is what New York says now. This is what New York says, what Chicago says. They're the ones having to deal with, with this, that all of these illegal immigrants that, that um, Governor Greg Abbott of Texas has brought to them, well, this is, this is an onslaught. We can't keep up. We can't keep up financially. They've said everything but invasion. Their belief is Texas should just take it and shut their mouths, and then they can just scream how they're a sanctuary city and how much they care. Turns out they don't care as much. Turns out they don't care that much. Governor Abbott's point about invasion is one that is, in my view, is valid. The fact that it is not a standing army in some kind of uniform with an insignia is inconsequential. But don't tell me that this video doesn't matter when we know that Hamas, via Iran, who we are at war with, we are at war with. The only people who don't know it are the Biden administration, Um, are trying to sneak people into the southern border. We know that China, I was at the border, grown men, Chinese nationals, two feet away from me, with my own eyes saw it. We're letting grown men into the country? We're insane. We're letting Chinese nationals into the country? You have no idea who is connected uh, to the Communist Chinese Party? This is a maddening proposition. Our job is not to plan for our own demise. This is madness. This is a sickness. This is twisted. So when the the governor describes it as uh, an invasion, the governor is accurate. The governor is absolutely accurate when he does such a thing. So now is what do we do? Now the question is what do we do? Well, um, Certainly, one can argue the vote. But one should be very supportive of Governor Abbott and sending these people everywhere because he has made the southern border, the violence against American citizens, the lawlessness, he has made it the top story in America. And we need to solve it before it does more damage to us. I've got more on this to get to. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz, and this is Tony Katz Today. The RICO case is disgusting against Trump. It's no other way to put it. And Fannie Willis, the Fulton County DA... She is, she is one questionable person. I mean, uh, the, the 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 conversations about impropriety, hiring her lover. I, t- I just love saying that uh, to be the prosecutor, paying him more than she was willing to pay other people. Meanwhile, bank records in his divorce show that the prosecutor, her lover. Nathan Wade purchased airline tickets in his name and in Fannie Willis's name to go to San Francisco and Miami. That filing was made by Jocelyn Wade, his soon-to-be ex-wife, in her divorce case. Credit card statements in the filing bolster the allegation of a romantic relationship between Wade and Willis. She hired the guy. She was, I believe, I believe now, now, uh, Producer Jason, you'll tell me whether or not we can say this on, 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 on radio right there. Um, I believe uh, uh, she was at this time uh, stupping her lover. That, that is good. That's okay. I'm okay with stup. Uh, Yiddish will never let you down, people. It's the language of the future, I tell you. Uh, that, that's what was happening. I'm pretty sure there are rules about hiring somebody you have sex with. And those rules were established by the hashtag Me Too movement. Oh, nobody's making this connection yet, are they? Well, allow me to be the first, Boo Bear. I was told by the Me Too movement... That one was not allowed to have dominion over, power over, control over an underling, and also have a some type of um, intimate relationship with them. Uh, am, am I saying it right? Uh, intimate relationship. Would that be would that be uh, I- acceptable to say? <laughs> I don't. I don't think you have to laugh about it, Vice President Harris. I'm just just trying to use the right terminology. Um, you can't uh, decide somebody's future and then say, hey, how would you like to... Um... <clears throat> <clears throat> you can't do that. You can't... I was told by the Me Too movement that that was very, very wrong. Shame on you. And that's exactly what Fannie Willis has done here. And if you listen to the mainstream press... Okay, people, move along. There's nothing to see here. Except okay, there is. No, okay, that's enough. I've had enough from you, Officer Barb Brady. Uh, there is something to see here. The question uh, uh, of this is, of course, part one, what does this mean uh, for for her in being able to prosecute this case? But I think that the story of course has to dig into the fact as to why Nathan Wade, the, uh, that's right, Lava of uh, Fannie Willis, why was he in the White House twice before charges came forward? There are two things going on here at the same time. Uh, definitely this conversation about how involved was the White House in charges against the former president of the United States it's absolutely all election interference you will not get me to say no I'm down with that in terms of understanding what it is but how come nobody is discussing this Me Too movement concept why is this not coming up I think this is a tremendous part of the story I think this is a massive part of the story. I don't think we should let it go. And I want to know why women are okay with this kind of abuse of men. This is Tony Katz today. So how does Nikki Haley plan to dethrone Donald Trump? A bit late for that. Yes. You might be very well a bit late for that. Indeed. A bit late for that. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. Find everything going on at TonyKatz.com. Uh, um uh, look, I'm not asking anybody to be a fan of Trump or Nikki Haley. I am not asking for that at all or in any way. You are what you are. And in, in this world, in my world, I'm not asking for a fealty to a candidate. As a matter of fact, I find fealty to a candidate to be weird. To a, to a philosophy, to a constitution, uh, of, you know, that that's different. I, I'm a policy guy. I like policy, and I want policies that allow me to live my life the way I see fit and leaves government out of my life. Anytime I'm left alone, I'm better off. I would state without question that if Trump's the nominee, I'm voting for Trump. There's just no question about the thing. Yeah, I was a DeSantis guy. Yeah, you know, you don't always get what you want. DeSantis is is out of the race, as we discussed earlier. Uh, it was a very, very nice speech. Now, following our second place finish in Iowa, we've prayed and deliberated on the way forward. If there was anything I could do to produce a favorable outcome, more campaign stops, more interviews, I would do it. But I can't ask our supporters to volunteer their time and donate their resources. We don't have a clear path to victory. Accordingly, I am today suspending my campaign. He then went on to endorse uh, President Trump, and President Trump was nothing but chock full of love for Ron DeSantis.
2: Before we begin, I'd like to take time to congratulate Ron DeSantis and, of course, a... Really terrific person who had gotten to know his wife, Casey, for having run a great campaign for president. He did. He ran a a really good campaign, I will tell
0: He ran a great campaign. It, it doesn't matter. Got the endorsement. Whatever. I'm going to talk more about this. The person to talk about now is Nikki Haley, who responded with a A pretty... Well, it struck me as a strange statement. <laughs>
1: heard that Ron DeSantis has dropped out of the race and I want to say to Ron he ran a great race he's been a good governor and we wish him well having said that it's now one fella and one lady left
0: One fella? Did she just say fella? We still, we still using the term fella? There's a, there's a sexism conversation that she's going to bring forward. As I said, if Trump is the nominee against Biden, assuming uh, we're using uh, the the belief system right now uh, that it would be Biden, which is, of course, you know, Hysterical. (laughs) Yes, we understand Vice President Harris, very funny. Um, Haley is doing some other things. Haley is trying to engage a conversation about Trump's fitness and also trying to appeal to a subject that not only can't get her anywhere in a primary It can't get her anywhere in a general. It's a mistake. And while the first mistake, I can understand why she goes in this direction, but she can't win the battle. The second mistake may very well be unforgivable. The first is that Nikki Haley is questioning whether Donald Trump is mentally fit.
1: I'm not saying anything derogatory. But when you're dealing with the pressures of a presidency, we can't have someone else that we question whether they're mentally fit to do this.
0: Now, if you tell me, well, that was just one and done, I will tell you, oh no, no, it wasn't.
1: If you look recently, there've been multiple things. I mean, he claimed that Joe Biden was gonna get us into World War II. I'm assuming he met World War III. He said that he ran against President Obama. He never ran against President Obama. He says that I'm the one that kept security from, from the Capitol on January 6th. I was nowhere near the Capitol on January 6th. But Margaret, you don't be surprised if you have someone that's 80 in office their mental stability is going to continue to decline that's just human nature we know that what i'm saying is first of all you're talking about somebody who's only going to be in office four years secondly you're talking about someone who continues to i mean look i don't know if he was confused i don't know what happened but it should be enough to send us a warning sign that if you look joe biden he's very different than he was two years ago are we really going to go into a situation where we have wars around the world and we're trying to prevent war and we're going to have someone who we can or can't be sure that they're going to get confused?
0: That is, in any other situation, a good tactic. Her problem is, is that the Biden administration came out and made fun of Trump for this gaffe where he confused Nikki Haley with Nancy Pelosi. So much so that they created a video montage of screw-ups of Donald Trump. Now, I've argued on the show that this is an issue, that this is this is a, a, a thing. It's, it's serious. It's real. Uh, you, you better damn well believe that I am an ageist. Absolutely. Age has an effect on how I vote. Age has an effect on whether or not I let you drive a car. Age has an effect on a number of things. I've been watching my own parents for a while now. I am telling you age does matter. And people who are like, how dare you? Uh, whatever. Call me an ageist. I'm going to sleep fine. It, it, it's factual. I didn't say that these people were indecent. I didn't say make them soil and green. I said there's a conversation about whether or not people of a certain age could be president of the United States. Rational conversation by rational people. That's what I'm into. But the idea that the Biden administration came out with this, and they put out a whole video montage uh, uh, about this. I I thought I had it. I thought I had it. I'll see if I I'll see if I can find it and, and and play it. I don't know if we have the time uh to play it, but I'll I'll try. Um this takes away from the the conversation Nikki Haley's having. Because what it does, a de facto, is say that Nikki Haley is taking on a Biden talking point, just proving even more that she is under the thumb of the Democrats. The, the fact that there is a legitimate conversation to be had about uh, mental acuity and age and both candidates is taken away. Here it is. I was, I was able to get it up. This was MSNBC talking about it, uh, Morning Joe, which used to be the intellectual morning show, and now it's just pathetic. But they happen to show the video here.
1: OK, and as Lemire pointed out, uh, President Biden's campaign drew attention to Trump's mistake writing on X Twitter. I don't agree with Nikki Haley on everything, but We agree on this much. She is not Nancy Pelosi. And posting this video montage.
2: Last night, Trump is at a rally. You know, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley.
1: And he's going on and on mentioning me multiple times as to why I didn't handle January 6th better.
2: Nikki Haley is in charge of security. We offered her 10,000 people. They don't want to talk about that. I wasn't in office then. They're saying he got confused. You have voter ID to buy a loaf of bread. You have you have ID to buy a loaf of bread. What? What is? It? I'm driving over a road where it's almost all paper, and you know you can see paper. I know paper. I know cans. But all the time now we see whales washing up on shore because of the wind. Uh, our veterans don't have cell phones, do they?
1: He got confused. He got confused and said he was running against Obama. He never
0: ran against Obama. And we did with Obama. We won it. So, the video itself would be like, wow, that's a lot of things. But the Biden campaign can't put this out and get us to buy into it? What are you, insane? The Biden team is going to tell us that Trump is not mentally fit? You... You can't sell this to anybody. This was Tammy Duckworth, uh, the senator, who is uh, one of uh, Biden's uh, co-chairs, campaign co-chairs. Listen. Well, I think that
2: it's about freedom right it's about protecting democracy but protecting freedoms and one of our freedoms is the right to control our bodies and control our reproductive cycles also talking about the right to the freedom from student loans the freedom to walk down the streets and and not have to worry about the
0: the freedom from student loans is equivalent to the freedom of bodily autonomy meaning the right to kill babies these people are out of their heads it's ridiculous And thus, uh, Nikki Haley loses this high ground argument that she wants to have about Trump and his mental acuity. There's simply no place for her to go with this. The Biden administration took it away from her, probably because they would like to face uh, Donald Trump. I'm assuming that's where they would rather be, at least based on the polling. But then Nikki Haley did something I don't think anybody saw coming. In an interview, she told a story about being teased as a kid for being the brown girl. Now, Nikki Haley is, is, is Indian. Nikki is a nickname, but she's had it since birth. And the people who are like, oh, you don't use your real name? Those people are pathetic. She uses a nickname. My real name is Anthony. I've gone by Tony every day of my life. It's because I'm ashamed of my Italian heritage. I'm Jewish, I'm not Italian. Now you're gonna tell me I'm ashamed of my Jewish heritage for not going by my Hebrew name. It's a ridiculous thing to say. But this Nikki Haley, this is what you're going with?
1: We were the only Indian family in our small southern town. I was teased every day for being brown. So anyone that wants to question it can go back and look at what I've said on how hard it was to grow up in the deep south as a brown girl. Anybody can look at my record and see when Walter Scott was shot down by a dirty cop, how I made sure that the Walter Scott family didn't suffer because we put the first body camera bill in the country in place. Anybody can look at the fact that when we had nine amazing souls die in Mother Emanuel Church, I did something that no Republican or Democrat ever wanted to touch, which was call for the Confederate flag to come down because it would.
0: We are not going to get into actions uh, taken as as governor of South Carolina, and I have no opposition uh, to her saying that these are my bona fides. You were teased as a brown girl. That. I'm sorry, that doesn't connect as a matter of fact. That is seen as a um that's seen as a Hail Mary, a desperation. Um that is almost that that is a surrealism. Now I I I'm not going to doubt that there could have been a kid who said a thing uh, about Nikki Haley and her parents, etc. Things happen. Every day. Every day, and now I'm supposed to look upon this as something that shows what a deep understanding you have? Every day of my being a kid, and it wasn't even every day, but it was a fair amount of days, I was teased for being the fat kid. You know what I learned? I could do something about being the fat kid. Now, I learned it late, but I did learn it. And I certainly learned that not everybody was interested in my weight. Some people were actually interested in in something I had to say and I had friends and everything else. And it was totally fine. What do, what is that supposed to prove? What is it supposed to mean? Is it supposed to be some homage to oh my gosh, what a bigoted country? Um when I was 17, I had taken a trip to Israel with the, with the, with the youth group. I spent 6 weeks in Israel. Incredible. Uh, and sadly, have not gotten back. Uh, there were there was economics issue, timing issue. I was supposed to be back right when COVID hit. Um, I, I I would like to be going, you know, more often, as I'd like to do a lot of travel more often. I got back from this trip to Israel to learn, uh, as my parents told me the story, and I only saw the, the the remnants that somebody had on our front lawn in Middletown, New Jersey. Chemically, it seemed to be um, burned two swastikas into our lawn, one on each side of the uh, of, of the lawn. And my parents called the police and this and that, um, and uh, uh, some local news media came out. But they would only do the story. My parents would go on air. And my parents were like yeah, we're not doing that. That <laughs> just wasn't it wasn't their their style. That happened, and never once did my parents say to me, you know, Tony. America's a really anti-Semitic country. Never happened. Never came up like that. That there were people out there who hated Jews, sure. That there were morons, schmucks, losers, idiots, absolutely. That the country was bigoted and terrible? No. Was that every day? Of course not. I've got like three stories, four stories from my growing up. Maybe more than some, but not as much as others. But certainly not every single day. This is the argument that Nikki Haley wants to go with. "Hey, I'm just like you because I've also been a victim." That at, it reeks of desperation. I think it's a r- remarkable remarkable mess and and foolhardy. And I don't think that's going to lead to some great victory. In New Hampshire, where she's down by 17 and a half. The only question is, can she overperform? Can she beat expectations? I'll get to that story. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. This is Tony Katz Today. According to the New York Post... Okay. Um, This is not the story that anybody wants. (laughs) The story goes that a flight bound for New York was canceled when a passenger noticed missing bolts on the wing of the plane. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's happening. But flying is now scarier than ever. Than ever. Keep it
1: here.